Hi everyone and welcome to Be True, my podcast about the writing I love and the writing I do. I promise I won't rhyme the whole time. That's uh, Tom Waits. I'm John Tessitore and today I am trying to be philosophical. From my little book, I sit at this desk and dream. You can find it and all my work at johntessitore.com. I Sit at This Desk and Dream was the first of my little books, my first self-published chapbook, and with only a couple of important exceptions, my true literary introduction to the world, published on October 18th, 2021. It's the book I used to declare myself a writer of poems, and I'd written them for my whole life without letting anyone know. It's also the book I used to help me process a period of very, very deep mourning and exceptional loss. Mourning compounded by the pandemic, which effectively shut me in my home office at my desk, looking everywhere for signs of life in myself and the world. I found those signs for a period on social media. That's why the subtitle of this book is Notes from a Sunday Morning on Instagram. Sunday morning. In my youth, it was church time, a time for community and affirmation. Now I was looking for those things on a platform, Instagram, that I had only just discovered. Signs of life, community, religion, especially among strangers. I also had T.S. Eliot on the brain at that moment. I was trying to make sense of my own fractured life and of the fractured culture that passed before my eyes as I scrolled, and I kept hearing that famous line from The Wasteland, These fragments I have shored against my ruins. And almost immediately I found myself writing my own wasteland from the things I was seeing, part ekphrasis, part memory, part fiction, but in that moment, all me. An entire book of poems that were all me. For the first time in my creative life, I recognized something I'd written, something I'd made, as a John Tessitore joint, as Spike Lee might say. And so I went with it, wrote it, published it, and used the last line of the wasteland, Shanti, 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 as my epigram. Shanti is the Sanskrit word for peace, recited in this way three times, Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. It echoes the end of the Upanishad, the Vedic texts that transitioned to Hinduism. So I started my own wasteland, where Eliot ended his, with a prayer. A Sunday morning prayer. But that's just the epigram. The first poem, the first section, which I now call I Am Trying to Be Philosophical, and then the second section, which I will read together now, those are where my heart and mind in that moment became an object of my own study, my own contemplation, my own analysis, and more than a little of my own parody. I am trying to be philosophical as I lose my philosophy. I am training a new tendency, learning to let it be. Connect to duality as old as my dreams, an ill-favored effort to worship my own feminine energy. I have always depended on the kindness of esoteric women who sound like reason but flirt with the demon. And it is well known 
that the right witch can crack me open. As part of an evolving practice, I carry a rock in my pocket, a reminder to be calm, humble, and never forget that I am mortal. Descended from stars, faded by the sun, I live in shadow and die alone. And yet, this Scorpio also likes his paddle, his collar, writer's crop, a black and white photo in close-up, the brutal freedom of the master, the simple pain of the martyr, the endless negotiation of his own power. With every picture, I wonder which of these roles I want more. Reading it now, I hear the thick stew of social media influences and the satire, all of the self-help, the witches and fortune tellers and horoscopes, the kink and the religiosity, and the echoes of my own journey, including the Buddhism of the little stone in my pocket. It's satire and parody, but it's also desperately serious, the cry of a seeker seeking a way forward, of a man trying to find himself again after a period of loss, and forced to do so from a seated position, literally at his desk. In my case, a desk in the basement. What follows this opening is a range of poems and styles. Family history, art history, memories of joy and sex and pain, other prayers, secret messages to loved ones, all inspired by Instagram posts. Or at least that's the premise. A collection of ideas and thoughts and songs that exist in the wide world beyond my desk. An entire universe experienced vicariously. It's a sad thought in some ways vicarious living. But it probably saved me during a difficult time of intense loneliness, the opportunity to choose a new path among a seemingly limitless set of options, experiences that weren't mine, yet. And in that way, it's a very spiritual, even a religious poem, a worthy Sunday morning of self-analysis and new resolve. It's also ridiculous. A grown man searching for himself in these images, among so many self-help affirmations, so many philosophical cliches, so much bad art of one kind or another. But that too is beautiful if you look at it in the right way, if you see social media content as people trying to find their own paths, their own comforts, their own voices. Instagram, and social media in general, is full of mediocrity, my own included. But it's also a record of resilience too. And maybe that's the point of the poem and the book. Resilience through creativity, through self-expression, through the effort of making something new, of shoring up some fragments against your own ruin. It reminds me of something my mother once told me at a different difficult time in my life. I told her I was really struggling to get my life together at one point, to get myself out of a moment of darkness, and she said something that stopped me in my tracks. One word. Create. Now, my mother, Donna T, is not someone whom you'd accuse of being an artist, although she could have been under different circumstances. She has all the talents and interests of a creator. But her energies were spread over a very large family, spread thin most of the time. And yet she understood the salvation in the act of creation. And she saw that it was exactly what I needed. And social media, at least in its positive manifestations, is a record of people who need it and do it. People who create to survive. 
and survive I did, enough to have written and published tons of new work in the years that have followed the publication of I Sit at This Desk and Dream. Donna T. was right. T.S. Eliot was right. All those artists and creators on Instagram are right. And I was right. Sometimes sheer creativity is the only way to push through. And so, in the hope that you're able to shore up a few fragments against your own ruin, this is John Tessitore concluding another installment of Be True. If you've listened this long, thank you. You can find more about I Sit at This Desk and Dream at johntessitore.com. But first, read T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. Let it wash over you. It's a miracle to me. And if that doesn't work, find some art on Instagram. Even the sexy stuff. The kind of stuff that gets pulled down by the censorship bots. Find it and revel in it. Let human creation lift your spirits. Special thanks to me for today's theme music, which I call B-Chord. Maybe we'll talk again. And if you enjoyed this little podcast, leave some stars or a review and tell your friends. In the meantime, I gotta feed the dog. All right, Luna, I'm coming.